On today's job board, we have Living on a Golf Course, Augusta, Sports, Dream Equipment, Geese, and of course, Course Happenings. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Par West, for all your golf course and home course needs, from the all new Adam Pro Cart Path Edger to the Par West exclusive Micro Sprinkler Kit. Par West Turf Services, use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of the podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 27 of From the Jingweeds. Thank you once again for joining us. We are a golf course superintendent podcast. Both of us are based out here in Arizona. It is uh, me, Matt, my partner, Dan. Um, Always remember anything that we do say on this thing. This is just us uh, shooting the shit, uh, telling a little story about how we get through the day on the golf course, uh, trying to provide the golfers with a product to play off of. Some of you superintendents out there probably won't agree with half the shit we say, but you know what? You homeowners out there, if you guys want the baddest lawn on the block, I guarantee you, if you take our tips, you can pull it off on your lawn. We try to do it on a golf course, but who knows? Everybody does it a little different. And let's check in with uh, Dan. Well, first, before we check in with Dan, Andy, Back in Omaha, not joining us tonight because we are back in Studio One in the garage of Dan. Next to this is my first episode next to the fucking family trucks and the minivan. The white wagon looks nice. I can see you guys all five deep in that fucker now. But glorious. It looks glorious. Uh, How are you doing? It's just treading water. Just treading water and throwing some water, right? Or oh, not yet? Not yet. You are see. done with number one number and one. starting number two this week, correct? Yeah, so number one, uh, we're obviously done, grown in, fertilized, and we open Monday. Uh, course greens are slow. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. What, what did they say about the golf course, Chris? Greens are slow. Yeah. Thanks. No kidding. Yeah, no shit. Uh, My plant is maybe, let's see, 14 days old. 14 days old. So, yeah. Yeah. keep in mind, in season, we're mowing at like 90 or 85. Yeah. And right now, we open to 150. Nice. That's (laughs) not bad to open to. I think I'm going to open mine. I open on Friday. I think mine will be at 170. Really? Uh, Yeah. And they're just on their way down. I take it nice and slow. I got yeah. no one to impress right now. Um, it's all about making it through, yeah. keeping it healthy until the real good part of the season. I think we call that January, right? January we get it, get it good for January yeah. one. No, but for real, a uh, couple by the, November, you should be rocking and rolling. Very close to how you're going to be for the season. Yeah, I think what I think. As far as greens, yeah. Yeah. Oh, greens for sure. I greens for sure. Be- we're about three weeks away from being pretty good. And I know I've talked to guys that are, are down quick. And yeah. I'm just, I'm not willing to jeopardize the, the longevity of the greens, which, I mean, I think everybody I've talked to ends up having good greens. But yeah. for me, it's just a 
there's no rush to get it to yeah. 11. Right? And you got a lot of shit going on. You're now, I mean, you're not only trying to get that golf course going, you don't even get a really a breather. Basically, last week was your breather. Yeah. You know, is, okay, the golf well, course is good. We're just kind of, wa- yeah, we're just kind of watering yeah. and we're slowly Fertilizing. watching stuff. Yeah, baby stepping into last week and then it's fucking right at it. Now we open a golf course and close another one just to overseed it. Chuck and seed when? This is Tuesday night. We're recording. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we seeded all, this, all the teas today. But back to the overseed. So when I first started, it was overseed quail Monday, the whatever, yeah. 28th. One week later on Monday, so that would be seated. We would close, so the overlap of closure would be two weeks. Club would be closed, and we would see that golf course, and then they would be open one week apart. Okay. And I had never done that in my last place. I was out at 36. It was always closed and open the same day or over the weekend. Right. And uh, so I thought it was going to be awesome. I'm like, perfect. I can get both done, and we're just done overseeding in four weeks. What, what I didn't realize is... Nobody's there to watch water right. on the first golf course that we seed. So when I should be watching water right after the the most critical time of growing the golf course, I'm not over there because I'm, I'm on the other side seeding all day. You know, right. It's a 12, 12, 14 hour day. So I didn't like that. So then, because I was just like, you miss all that. Oh, yeah, wet for spots, sure. Dry spots. It was just a mess. Anyway, yeah, so heads are stuck running year, and yeah, you have so no fucking idea. We'll do one week of overlap. The okay. next year I said that and then uh, that was fine but still I just I, I feel f- for my membership I was like we don't need to close for a week I can get it done like yep. you guys deserve to have a golf course you pay to play right and that's like we obviously want to provide you I just I almost felt guilty of being closed for that week so I was like look we'll get it done we'll, you guys will have golf courses the whole time yeah I think that's the smartest way to go. Yeah, and it was fine. The only problem is when I get to yesterday, Monday, it's like I gotta open this golf course and then I gotta yeah. get this. And we would love to be seating on a Monday. Down a handful of guys. Yeah. When you have an eighteen or nineteen or twenty day closure, one day of not seating is a big number. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I want we obviously want to get the golf course seated as, as fast as possible, but we just left yesterday to kind of. Get the one golf course open. Make sure everything's okay. Get it mowed. Get the deep, you, you put the, the extra shine on it right. day one, obviously. Yep. Because the greens are slow and it's going to be wet. So you take some of that away by the golf course being a little polished. Right. So uh, we, we kind of polished that golf course. And then today we started seeding. seeding we got all the tees done. So tomorrow will be all the approaches. And Thursday we'll have uh, we'll have the seeders come. Okay. Yeah, you're using the same guys you used the first time, the guys out of Vegas. Nice. Um, Yeah, so I got two days left before we open. We open on Friday. Um, Of course it is. I'm pretty happy with it. It's it's wet in areas. Of course, I'm not going to take pictures of those and throw them up there. Um, It's got its areas. You know, we're obviously still growing the whole place in, so... But we open up right off the bat. Uh, Carts will be allowed to go out onto the Fairways do the 90 degree rule. Uh, number one is going to stay closed, which is a nice thing through the end of uh, October. And then um, we're also going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, car path only on the entire golf course to just try to give it a rest. So I'm super pumped about that, but that is, you know, I I got to do, I got to make sure it works, you know, you know and get that place good. On, on number one, I don't think. Any any part of the season. That's not unless you really snap one at your place on one. Yeah. 
It's a 15 minute walk to your ball. Yeah, and most back. people, um, they all hit to the bottom of the hill anyways. Yeah. So there's the car path, which is my access road right. that cuts through there. Yeah, my access road to the shop cuts directly in front of the tee shot on number one. It's uh, the first pretty time wild. I your place, I was like, what the? Yeah, there's a stop sign. Stop, look to your left if you don't see anybody, or just roll your window down and listen for a couple minutes if you hear the driver hit. Look to your right, see a ball bounce, and fucking hit the gas. But look out, here comes the fucking people driving off number 18 T box. Is coming right back at you the other direction. I see you looking back uh, to be like, make sure. I've been there eight years. Well, this is going into number nine, and have never, never seen a ball hit my car. Or anybody's car that I know of. Really like you're gassing in to get past a one, and then you fucking smoke yeah. somebody on the path while you're looking back. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh, we're good. We're good. Oh, when the fuel the fuel guy shows up and he's bombing through with the big tank, <laughs> boom, off that thing. Yeah. So interesting. Somebody coming down one tee. Just. Never seen it happen. Shocked. Yeah. Um, Nobody's car in the shop has ever been hit. Not that I know of. No, I know. A sunroof got broken, and my assistant's back window of his truck um, back parked down on the bottom from 18 T box. Just how? Because we're almost behind you at that point, yeah. but who knows? I mean, it could hit anywhere off the desert, off you know, because the yeah. right side is up off the hill, and right. you know, a lot of rocks up there. It could have bounced back the other way, but yeah, back window of pickup truck and a sunroof blasted. Decent random story my head pro had. He so at number nine in my place, there's a house like right off. At number at number nine at my place, there's a house. I don't know. Anyway, my my head pro a long time ago hits the three wood and it kind of snipes right like towards the houses. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a dude in his garage staring up at the new sunlight he just put into the sun glow, you know, yep. the window yep. thing in his garage. Admiring the brand new one he had just put in, and my Fed Pro Skull Fall goes wheeling right through the window. He had so just put it in. Holy They're shit. They're all in the garage looking at it, checking out the new window, and here comes this ball ripping through. <laughs> Sun, whatever, what the fuck are those? Sun, uh, yeah, they're uh, skylights. Skylight. Yep. Holy shit. So is this guy's house always getting peppered? Like, I don't think so. It's just some random it was a blast way yeah. too deep like we're yeah. never gonna get hit here honey yeah. and then all of a sudden the ball comes through and the sky like taped up for a year or two like i don't want to redo it it's yeah. just gonna hit it <laughs> yeah. and then finally it's like you know janice is like oh, it's been 10 years frank yeah exactly but then you have skylight in so he's like all right fuck it yeah <laughs> throws it out there it's pretty sweet janice <laughs> smash <laughs> holy shit Calloway two comes ripping through the sky that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, reason like 487 why I would never live within that distance of a golf course. What are the craziest requests you got or just complaints? I'll tell you. Um, well, we've had two. We have two people. If it comes to homeowners saying yeah. things that need to happen, uh, two people on number 12. Lady that's like 185 yards out on the right-hand side. So right in the wheelhouse of everybody. She moved in in the summertime and uh, now thinks that we need to... That we designed the hole wrong. 
We designed the hole wrong. That's what I was going to say. And uh, they need to move the T further left. Left would be the middle of Saguaro Boulevard. Yeah. And then further down on 12 at the eucalyptus tree where it dog legs, right? Up on the right-hand side. Um, They think that they need to... Well, the the hole was designed wrong. Now, the whole golf course was there before any houses were out there, so... I had a lady one time... She lives on the 18, probably 200 yards off the tee. They said they were going to move the tees. Like, yeah. She left this three-minute-long message about how the golf course has to move the tee boxes because her house keeps getting peppered. And I think in the middle of her message, her house got hit with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome if you could hear the whack. That was enough. Yeah, and the- this lady's going on. Okay. And I, was, I want to be calling back. What's your realtor's name? Yeah. Call them and cuss them out. Yep, exactly. For not telling you you live 200 yards off of a yep. tee box. There's the uh, people at the end of my driving range that I think I told that story about, yeah. you know, we need a net, we need all this shit, we need to pay for this, we need to stop that. And I'm like, for one, I'm like, I don't know anybody that hits a ball that far up that hill because we have limited flight balls. Yeah. And I've never seen anybody put it up in, over the oleanders. No. There's no way. And uh, went back and forth. And finally I said to her, I said, hey, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to like, but fuck it. And she said, what's that? I said, when you were buying your house and you were looking out the back window at number 14 and looking at Red Mountain and all that shit and you guys thought you had the greatest view, I said, you should have went out the front door and said, holy shit, I live at the end of a fucking driving range. Out the door she went. I've never heard from her since. And her house is now for sale. Is it? Oh, yeah. I did. So... All the they did a great job on the house. They gutted this thing. It was like 19. You have to. Yeah. You have to. It's the most gorgeous house you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Because it's at the end of the driving range. So they're not going to be able to sell it without all these fucking sweet ass amenities. Mm-hmm. That's like all the houses they like end up going for sale on a dog leg. Yeah. Right in the middle of it or whatever. They're always insanely nice. Yeah. And this is kind of like when we lived in Kansas City, me and Jamie were looking to buy our first house. And every time we wheel it, I was like, oh, this one looks really nice. It's like, how is this affordable? It would be in Grandview, Missouri, and it, which is like the dumpiest fucking place. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want to live on the street. All shinholes, and then you got the one nice yeah. one because it has to be so tits to sell. Yeah. Otherwise, nobody's moving in. Yep. It happened probably 10 times. Like, oh, I found one. And like, oh. Yeah, and you wheel through the and neighborhood. The first you're like, question no. is, isn't it Grandview? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I know when we were looking for houses, it was the same thing. But none of them were on a golf course because I would never look on a golf course ever. I can do it at like Craig's place where it's up yeah. on the hill. But then you have no backyard. But not not like my setup. No way. No oh, way. Goodness. Yours is their cookie cutter shoved. There's no yard. You're on top of each other. No, no, no. Andy, maybe cut that because it can be back. It's not that it's... No, it's not that it's a bad... It's just... It's a retirement community. You know, they don't yeah. want a yard to take care of. They want a no. fucking close-knit community that they all think the same, look the same, drive the same. They all wheel around their own golf carts. I mean, it is made to be that way. Oh, yeah. So it's not that it's bad. It's something that's, I'm just saying, there's no way I, being who I am, could ever live in a fucking neighborhood like that. No, it's not uh, backed up to a golf course. Yeah, exactly. Like my, like my spot. It's one of the Both sides lined. Like, yeah, I wonder if I could even live in a community that was centered around golf. 
Like, maybe right now I could, especially if I had a couple buddies. Um, but doing what I do, could I go live at some other place? Or maybe retire at some place like that? I guess the answer is yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I could. Okay, good. But I'd want to be way away from everybody. Dude, if you had 10 buds and you guys fucking lived at the club. Yeah. Well, I think about, like, a majority of the time, if you had a member of a private club, not in Arizona, let's say in Missouri, you don't live on the golf course. Right. You yeah. drive to the golf course. Yep. Yeah, so, out here they live inside the community. That yeah, has the right. golf course. So you know, you it's can, totally you can different. You get bombed on a golf, a golf course and wheel back in your fucking golf cart. Yeah. And just get, you know, or you just bounce around your buddies' places all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the round. Yeah. No going home. Yeah, there's no reason to. Or everybody's coming over to my or place. Or you hope the old lady's out of the golf course doing her thing on Ladies' yeah. Day and you're out with the boys. Yeah, I guess. 65, 70. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see if I can get off the couch then at 65. Dude, 20, 20, years, 20 years away from that. Nine. Up for a quick nine? Yeah, I guess I, I'd probably always be up there doing something. But I don't know. That community, that country club lifestyle is definitely not for me. No, but if you had the right group, which I think you could probably find yeah, in you, any club. That yeah. we could belong to? Right, yeah. yeah. It's a, <laughs> any club that's going to let us in. Yeah. Um, when they allow us to do our thing. That Yeah. I mean, it would be a good time, but I don't know. I think I'd have more fun going places and playing golf all the time at different places rather than well, hanging. Pull out that GCSA card. Hey, yeah, man. get me on. Those days are over. Years ago, we had... We yeah. didn't have self-propelled mowers. We had to sit on the fucking thing ourselves and raise the reels up and down ourselves. <laughs> GPS, are you kidding? Yeah, exactly. You we go used... to Procore 648. Yeah, we had to stay awake on the <laughs> on the spray rig. Yeah. You know that thing didn't just drive itself. This thing didn't seat itself. <laughs> yeah, we used to have two Lilies that used to run up and down. Guys with drop spreaders. You guys now have trucks, companies that come do it? Come on. She's all full of sand, <laughs> seed. Getting home, wife's yelling at you. Yeah, got seed sprouting in your pockets. I'm trying to think, like, we have these phenomenal amenities as it is. Like, think about back in the day when to water the golf course, there was a dude that... Oh, yeah. Nighttime watering. Yeah. Yeah, nighttime watering. Now we have fully automated. Can you, whatever it's going to be like in 30 years. There's still golf courses. I had to adjust every head in the computer. Yeah. Manually. <laughs> yeah, it's like a drone that did it. Exactly, yeah. Those guys, nighttime waterers, could you imagine the, I mean, characters. But that's how it was all done. You know, that's the fucking, what is it, uh, Carl from, whatchamacallit, yeah. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah, he's, that's it. Could you, like, there's enough people out there that are willing to do that job. Yeah. What if you had just like a turd too? I don't know. It's like everyone. It's like Jerry, the fucking approach on 17's been wet for a week. Would you stop putting the fucking irrigation out there? You look like an asshole. Yes. Yeah. And number two is burning up. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing last night? Driving around smoking heaters yeah, and yeah. fucking crushing bush lights? <laughs> of course you were. You know, that's because that's your life. It's pitch black out there. You're what, out there. what about the day that guy quits? This guy's oh. the worst day in superintendent's history. 
Yeah, I would think so. You know, now you're doing it sun up to sun. Well, that's what they say back then. It was sun up to sundown. It was a farmer's job. Real farmer's job. Yeah, but it's moving quick up there, sir. Or is it yeah. turning flag? I know. Um, so when I was at Highlands as a spray tech, this guy Troy used to come down all the time from Wisconsin. Dude was awesome. Cheesehead. He was the cheesehead. I was the chowder head. That's how we communicated to each other. But we were pretty much doing the same thing every day. So we just hang out and work, whatever. Sand seed mulch every day together. Then when it would rain, we were always together fucking cleaning car paths, shoveling all the shit. And then it was time to spray. We were both out there spraying, you know, all the shit. Yeah. But so he was seasonal. When he went back to a course in Wisconsin that he pretty much grew up on and was a superintendent, uh, lived... At least then, this is probably 10, 12 years ago now, and I believe he's still up there. Um, lived in a duplex with the head pro on one side, him on the other, and he was the nighttime water, and that's what it was. But he retrofitted his golf cart with these fucking light bars and all that shit all over it, so he'd go out and play as he watered. But it was, yeah, driving around in quick couple of shit. That's in Wisconsin. And that was only 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. As he's working part time at Highlands, where it's everything yeah. you could imagine, yeah. and then he goes home every summer to Wisconsin to go do that. That would drive me insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's I mean, that's a many, real grass grower. There's got to be more than one dude. Think about oh, hundred acres would be no no guys getting around one night. But in those areas, I mean, how often are you using it? You know, you're basically doing it for the greens to keep those alive. Oh, tea yeah. boxes and okay. shit you know you're really just supplemental shit yeah you're letting mother nature take its course you know at least the ones that I grew up on the little nine holers back home yeah. that's all it was Never sprinkle the heads around the greens maybe one row right down the middle that was advanced when I was growing up back there you know one row down the middle and uh, that was pretty much it and then it was just valve just valve them on and four heads would pop on down the middle of the fairway and the rain would take care of it. Well, you take that same area, you know, geographically, you throw Wingfoot at it. Wingfoot has, they say, one of the largest irrigation systems in the world. Really? Yeah. You know, between the two golf courses, you know, plus all the uh, sub-air stuff, you know, everything that's in there, all the drainage and fucking all the heads, the sensors, all that shit, you know, it's state-of-the-art new shit. It was put in not that long ago when they renovated it. So you take that same area that the guys would hopefully get rain and then, you know, run them or they run the middle of the fairway or they just run the two heads around the greens to keep those fucking things alive. Yeah. Tee boxes, maybe, you know, and that's probably just not that far. I mean, I know Wingfoot's in a pretty ritzy area, so it's going to have every club around there probably has money, but... 30 miles away, you're in a whole nother world. You know, you could be dealing with that shit. No thanks. You know, it's, I've never worked on a golf course back home. You know, I was only a landscaper, so I have people yeah. ask me all the time, oh, you remember back then. I'm like, fuck no. Nothing, <laughs> I have no clue. You know, I remember the two houses that had irrigation systems at it. Yeah. That when they were, one of them on the grocery store chain, and the other one owned a shitload of uh, Kentucky Fried Chickens. That's so they were super rich. Yeah. You know, for that area. But. So Mother, Na Mother Nature took care of the rest of it. 
but I couldn't imagine being a superintendent on the places that I grew up at. You know, it just puts it's probably th- fucking three guys, yeah. four guys maybe. Because we would always see the guy that was nineteen bucks, mm-hmm. and it was never like on oh, this place at Goat Ranch. I guess maybe because you never saw the good places. Right? Yeah. It as wasn't long as the greens were good. Like fucking any place, all right? Yeah. It probably wasn't until well, I played uh, one year of high school golf my freshman year, so I got to see some of those. You know, but that was eye opening. But all the ones around my neighborhood, there was one place. Oak, uh, Oak Hill in Fitchburg, Mass. That was like, whoa, Oak Hill. You know, if you played St. Bernard's yeah. in high school, which was the Catholic school in town, that was their home course. So it was like, oh, we're going to play St. Bernard's. All you gave a shit about was playing Oak Hill. But it was in the weirdest, like, super nice golf course. But if you knew the area, you're like, what? <laughs> fucking places in Fitchburg? Are you kidding me? Fitchburg's a fucking pit. <laughs> I'm from there. It's a really? fucking pit, yeah. Every time I go back there, I'm like, this is fucking sad. <laughs> and for all of you that are listening from back there, because I know there's a couple from that area that are listening, the place is a fucking pit. So beautiful, that part of the whole country. That city's a shithole. But anyways, golf course is nice. I got some other nice ones, though. Uh, in the little surrounding towns. So I went back there a couple years ago. Me and Lee went back there, and we decided that we brought our golf clubs. Settlers Crossing. So, how's that for you? Used to be Maplewood. Little nine-hole course. Forever it was talked about. Oh, yeah, they're going to buy this piece of area. You'd always see them, you know, them perking for water, all the stakes in the ground. Every year it seemed like for a stretch of like, I don't know, I was probably, it must have been like 89 to, or maybe 88 to like 92, 93. You always saw the, them checking the perk tables for everything. Could they build houses out there, or were they going to buy it and going to build another eighteen? Uh, sorry, another nine to make it a nine, an eighteen holer. Super cool setting area out in the fucking woods. You know, I don't know that area. I would say the out in the woods is probably one of the nicest areas I've ever been to. Is the sticks of New England. You know, you're always coming across fucking crazy stone walls out there that used to divide all the land. So you know there's tons of history out there. But anyways, that, Andy, you can probably cut out. That was more of a talk to Dan of what this place is like. But anyways, it was always talked about they're going to buy, they're going to do this 18 hole. Well, this other group ends up buying it. And I go home there, me and Leah and uh, my mom go over there to go golfing. I show up there and it was like, oh man, this is, now I know what I'm, you know, what I'm talking about, what I'm seeing and looking at. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the track that me and my brother would ride our bikes to. This was a place where I learned to play golf. Yeah. Playing on the high school team there. And it was just like, holy shit, this is depressing. Oh, they got this new group in there. They're going to change all the world. My dad plays in a men's league there on Tuesday, Thursday nights or whatever. So he knows all the ins and outs. He's telling me they're going to do all this, do that, all that. Get to like the, what is now the sixth green and I'm like, holy shit. I mean, it is algae, not a piece of grass on it. I mean, it's dead, dead. And I'm thinking, what in the world are they going to do here? You know, it's down in the cove. There's a pond right next to it. So, you know, it's super wet. It's always soggy down there. No air movement. All, I mean, the perfect place to watch a bent pole green go to fucking schmutz, yeah. you know, in the middle of the summertime. So I just kind of curiously just happened to ask, you know, in the clubhouse, you know, when we got up there, we were having a couple of beers and I was like, hey, you know, so 
you guys are new owners, you know, just kind of digging on them. You know, you guys are the new owners here. You know, what's the plan? Oh, you know, we're going to do this. We have all this going on. Yeah, we really, we just redid some tea boxes. I'm like, yeah, I saw those. Okay, saw those. Uh, you know, we're going to redo the bunkers. Okay, saw those. You know, just all in-house. And I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but no idea what they're getting themselves involved in. And I said, uh, what's the plan for number seven green or six green oh no we're gonna do this we just started airifying it and you know we're gonna top dress it and all this i said what about seeding it you know and continue to play yeah we're gonna seed it I said you're gonna temporary green it no no it'll be fine it'll be fine i'm thinking okay how about uh trees you're gonna get rid of any of these trees no 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 the trees really frame the hole i said you know the trees are probably part of your problem it's probably roots underneath the thing and i started telling them all these issues she snaps at me snaps fucking tells me you know basically i don't know what i'm talking about you know they got it under control in comes her husband he's fucking yapping at me as well you know basically like oh. shitting on me yeah i was just like hey man and this is basically exactly what i said to him i said listen i said i'm only asking i'm back here visiting this place i grew up playing golf i said I heard you guys bought it and things were going to change around here. I happen to be in the business. I said, what you're doing isn't going to work. Fuck. Thank you. Have a great day. And out the door after that and still today, fucking place is garbage. Garbage. And it's just sad. You know, you get the wrong people. My point of that is, if you're going to get into it, get in and then know what you're getting into. And maybe not treat the fucking... You're the new owners. So you don't know who I am. You know, I could just be a guy looking for a fucking great place to play. Yeah. Guess where I'm never coming back just because of the attitude. That place. You know, so... It was a kind of a shitty experience to a place that was awesome. You know, it was the place that we learned to play golf. I mean, how many great times did you have with your fucking brothers and your buddies on golf courses when you were 14... Oh, yeah. 13, 14 years old. It was a fucking awesome time. I would love to see what the conditions were like with those golf courses. Wouldn't you like to like look back? Yeah, well, head back to Settlers Crossing in Lunenburg, Mass. <laughs> yeah. I was. I remember playing the golf course back home and it being like 29 bucks. And I was like, dude, this golf course is incredible. 29 bucks, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. It might have been, it was should have been true north, three in a row. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? And then I went back and played it after I had been in the business. So I was like, oh. So this is $29. Yeah, it's 29 bucks. Yeah. I get it. Goosegrass yeah. tees. Yeah. It was just like, as a kid, it was like. Yeah. It was green. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it, or it didn't matter if it was wet or dry. Or Correct. Now, green. take it to. The greens had grass on it. You get back in there spongy and slow. Yeah. Ball marks everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Okay. You're pounding the ball everywhere. Shit, you don't know. Like clippings to all the green. Yeah, all the stuff that you detail out or you pay attention to now. Yeah. Back then it was like didn't even didn't even cross your mind. Can't but they let me when you but yeah, but when you went back there and played it, probably had a great time. Oh, it's perfectly fine. Because of part of those memories more, of playing yeah, when you were I a kid. I played with the kid that I played with when we were fourteen or fifteen or like, nice. Oh, remember I flipped the car over here and broke your hand? Yeah. Yeah. Remember did the, we almost got a fight with this dude? <laughs> did the golf course seem so much bigger when you were a kid? 
Oh, oh, for sure. That was the first thing I oh, noticed yeah. when I went back to Maplewood. I was like, "Holy shit! Like yeah. this place is tiny." I'm looking at the golf. It's like 5,900. Yeah, yards there's one place. par five, and it's like 400 and 5,900 yards. 40 yards. It was like 8,500 yards when I was a kid. For yeah. The four <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Now you're hitting fucking wedge from the. The yeah, and it's still only uh, two tee boxes, forward and the the red and white, forward and back. Still only two tee boxes, but I don't ever remember it being such an executive style golf course. Yeah, you know, it's wild, isn't it? But in a in a cool spot, man, they could they could really do something great with it. But I mean, it's all about fucking this in that area of fucking central Massachusetts. Who can afford the land to go chuck up? A golf course, you know, that's going to be able to survive. It's people, it's an area that is, you know, the whole state's overpriced um, in, to begin with. But that area is not a place where, you know, a lot of people have disposable income to go play a really nice golf course. So to those people's credit is they aren't dumping their money into that yeah. place you know, it's kind of like when I was here with the Coco Pelli thing. It's just not worth it. You like your return on investment is just... Go back and find a square piece of land and put it back and forth. Yeah. Fifteen bucks push carts. Yeah. And just cook them through. Put some lights out there. That would be badass. My golf fills up. I played with the golf course with my brother in L.A. It was a dump. But it had lights. But it had lights, yeah. It would fucking blast. Yeah. There used to be one here off the 60 that had, it was like a pitch and putt thing, AstroTurf greens, but, you know, a couple hundred yards long. When I first moved here, and I... There's one in, in Palm Springs, and all the pros play it, like a big, big-time skins game. Oh, really? Yeah, it's under the lights. They play like 20-sums. They're playing through like 30-sums. Wow. Because they're all, they're all yeah. real good. Yeah, and they're all just chucking dogs Dude, those, those like bag boys on Palm Springs, I'm sure it's the same here. They are like scratch or better. Oh, Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, the, it's uh, like this guy scrubbing spoons over here like a, is a plus two. and just goes out and steamrolls the golf course. That's the problem. You know, Casey played with a shitload of them up at Bandon. Really? You know, when he did that whole trip. Yeah, he got invited by his caddy. He's like, hey, what are you doing later? He's like, uh, I'm going to grab dinner and whatever. He's like, you want to come play with us? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, uh, how much is it going to play? Like, you know, pay for the replay. He's like, no, man, you're playing with us. He's like, we don't pay anything. Yeah, all the caddies just went out with them. I think they played like 16 holes in one of the golf courses, but so they're all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the problem is this. Is they it? They get on the sauce. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of their problems, you know. You can't booze on the fucking tour. A lot of them can't do it straight. That is not a performance enhancer. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, it's probably not a good look by all your sponsors if you're out there crushing sodas, you know. Get sponsored. I know, I know, and you know they all do at some point. Build a legend, just the one dude, John Daly. People love him because he fucking crushes, crush beers and puff darts the whole goddamn round. Blazes darts all around. You see the thing on Twitter or going around the internet, and the kid that was playing in a charity event with him, and he hold one out barefoot, barefoot, yeah, Yeah. yeah, just recording him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just happened to be like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to record it. Why do you have shoes on? Barefoot <laughs> Kenny. Barefoot oh, yeah, daily. Barefoot Daily. That's where Kenny gets it. Gets it from watching Daily. 
Wear my shoes. <laughs> I don't know. He always is kind of known to do that. Is his kid stick? His kid's real good. His kid's really good. He was win, winning junior championships already. Yeah. And he pounds the ball. Of course he does. Yeah, speaking of which, how about all these other golfers now? Oh, I'm trying to up my numbers. I'm going to hit the ball just as far as sunshine is. Yeah, so at least we'll get off. Everybody will stop sucking on Bryson's well, hog and then Augusta. I don't know that's a very good question uh, is the golf course dead I saw it all over Twitter last no, week it's the... dead what? no, no. This is a picture today. It's no I was just kidding because how many times did you open up and see that thing and then did you ever read any of the you know the comments underneath people no, talking about what's that. going on there holy shit yeah it's pretty bad um for so many people that were interested in golf or why they would chime in or look at these photos and chime in saying what their opinion was on what was going on with Augusta. And crazy that it's been going on forever there, that now there's finally cameras and ways to take photos of it. You know, I think it's some satellite that keeps taking the pictures all the time. They're saying that it's not drones, it's a satellite imagery that's grabbing them. But, yeah, they're doing the same thing we do. You know, I yeah. made a comment the other day to somebody. He's like, how come Desert Canyon doesn't get as much pub as Augusta? I mean, we do it the same thing every year, you know, just joking around. Yeah. Whoever it was, I forget who it was. He's like, hey, you're, you're right. You know, just kind of joke, yeah. obviously joking our balls off about it. But, um, yeah, everybody talking about how it's dead. How is it ever going to be this way? And then 10 days later, it's fucking green. I saw a picture yeah. of it when it was fucking yeah. right back. Yeah, it's ryegrass everywhere. Why would anybody be surprised? I don't know, but the comments and everything, and then those fucking peasants on four-play golf. They get on there. And now these guys have been shooting. I mean, Riggs has been all over the goddamn country playing golf at different places. And listening to them talk about their opinion or what they thought was going on in Augusta was mind-blowing. Like, not even a clue. Not a clue. And openly, don't have a clue. You know, I don't have a clue. I don't know how they do that. Why is it like this? You know, what goes on there? And you know, one of them may have been saying, yeah, this is every place in, you know, the south and out west, Arizona, you know, they all do it. Palm Springs, they all do this. You know, there's a lot of fucking places that oversee. Oh, yeah. And no idea. Absolutely no fucking clue yet. They're the number one. Well, I got, I got members that have no idea. They leave, it's great. They not, leave, it's great. Yeah, but they're not running around the world talking about how they're the biggest fucking media guys in golf. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how could you ever look at a picture and assume that a guess is going to look like shit for a tournament. It will not look like shit. And it that's what was the price tag. That's what was going around. around, though. I mean, if you well, read any of the stuff, people fifteen. No, go read any one of those things. You'll fucking blow your head off. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Yeah, you get into it like thirty <laughs> deep out of the three hundred and seven of them, and you're just like, holy shit. Why do you let it be? Uh... It's just funny to read. Yeah. It's not, not that it beats me up. It's just like, wow, this is this is something people have no idea about. You know, the whole oh. time I'm thinking, wow. I might be onto something with this goddamn podcast if we can get a couple of listeners. It's because well, Jesus. Like, Fuck, maybe I should spray reward. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought. Am I doing it wrong? Because I don't spray reward. Yeah, you or, just spray sorry, Primo. Yeah. Don't forget. 
I just do Primo. It's like, oh, fuck, Augusta do it. Does it? I got to fucking put yeah, it Yeah, exactly. You got to do it. One thing I did know is uh, from those photos, what I was noticing, you know, I'm zooming in on them and I'm like, man, they got to have people out there with backpack sprays or they're all GPS probably. I'm sure their rigs are all GPS so when they're spraying that shit. Not a skip on the joint. No, fuck. You know, perfect around the greens. They probably cover the greens, so no matter what, they probably have covers that are the exact size of their greens. If they don't, if you got when you guys are listening forward, listening to my podcast, go out there and get some covers that are the exact same size of your green. I mean, why wouldn't you there, yeah. you know? And those were tarps inside the bunkers. They were tarps. Yeah. I don't um, know if they were empty or they were tarps. I'm sure they redo the sand anyways, but they were tarps. Um, that's on just on a whole nother level of shit right there. But essentially, we're doing the exact same thing as they are. Yeah. Like the exact same the thing. The exact same thing. <laughs> so, um, so kudos to us guys that have to do that all the time. Thanks for you finally getting all the credit. Dry, fly a drone over Desert Canyon next year around the week of September 20th, and you'll see the exact same process. Probably over by like June 14th. Yeah, you'll see the exact same thing. Yeah. Exactly. You are, you are true. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And fly over there on June 14th. Yeah. Tell me what it looks like. <laughs> you know, that is true. June 14th in fucking Augusta, Georgia has got to be Obviously probably major. brutal they as far as weather wise. Huh? They don't transition well. I'm sure they don't. Who fucking cares? It's closed. Exactly. Yeah, no, but now that you, you can take photos of it from anywhere, you know, I, I'm sure the chair isn't too happy about that. You know, because it's just a secret place, you know. Um, but it's the only way. That's the other thing, is all those comments and all this talk is all coming from people that won't ever step foot inside that place. No, right. You know, it's a million people won't even ever get the chance. I hope someday I step foot in that place. Yeah. Become a class A and you can walk right through the door on tournament day. You're class A? Yep. I don't have time for that. Got 36 holes, man. Hey, that alone should get you props for more points towards class A. I looked into this. I haven't got a CEU in four years. I mean, That's I get pretty the papers. Good. I probably yeah. got 14 points in my back seat. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, fuck, October 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Just missed it. I thought I had a I week. I those papers all the time. I thought yeah. I had a week left. Oh, That's shit. fucking a riot, man. That's embarrassing. I should make a difference. No. I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. And if you don't feel you need it, you don't feel you need it. You know, Maybe it's... I do need it. No, it's... I mean, you talk to enough people. We just had a fucking meeting the other day at lunch. Yeah. You know, that's essentially it. That's the best part of going to the meetings was that same feeling. It's just more guys or different guys. Then you're playing golf. We just didn't get to play golf. But I know those aren't happening until sometime next year. You know, we're we're done through this year as far as holding events, like with people. Um, But I don't know why. Friday? We open Friday. Yep. We should go first, though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wish. We no, can definitely do it in like the next week or two, though. No, I or 
We can do that. Certainly not on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's got bath only. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. You got a blue flag? And, uh, I, we can play in my car. Yeah. Yeah. We can drive wherever the fuck we want. Uh, fucking wheel around my car all the time with my spoons hanging out the back. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got to. Um, Best part of the job. It is. For sure it is. But I don't do it enough. I don't do it even close well, to does. enough. Well, some people do. Some people do. Um, no, I don't do it enough. I, I just think going we're playing each other's places like, yeah. every week for about five weeks. Yeah, and I think we can get back going on that once we kind of settle down and well, you know whatever is going to happen with your place, with mine, we can play mine. We can play some other places Verona, first. Out. Verona kind of put the kibosh that. Yeah, I know. My place. Yeah, what is up with the fucking Rona? I don't even know anymore. Yeah. I just wear my mask, do my thing. Yeah. But who, I who the fuck anything, knows? So. What's that? I got a newborn, so I'm not doing shit anyway. Yeah. But still, this fucking, these places are fucking wilding out. People, people aren't wearing fucking shit. I saw it, and I don't give a fuck if it's on here. I saw a thing on Twitter the other night. One of our fucking congressmen talking about fucking water on golf courses and we got to do this now. There's a big fucking photo of them. A shitload of them packed together. Less than 50% yeah. wearing masks. Way less. I don't know. Hey, I don't know if you saw. Did you watch Saturday Night Live this weekend? You oh. saw the clip from fucking Bill Burr was on it. This monologue? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. The whole fucking show was awesome. I didn't watch the, I just that watched the dude, in the same um, the monologue was great. The skits were great. Saturday Night Live, I used to like it back in the day. I think uh, with this, my feeling of the whole pussification of everybody now is all afraid to talk about things. That motherfucker threw fastball after fastball it was on genius. that show. That monologue was genius. And... It ruffled a lot of people's feathers, but if you can't sit there and look at that and laugh at it... Whose feathers? Oh, he got... homophobic pieces of shit. Right. Yeah, and uh, that's basically who it was, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, And then Jack White was on. Uh, (laughs) Kind of pretty cool to get a guy... I mean, losing Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I give the guy respect. The guy was fucking unbelievable. Guitarist is... That's easy. I wasn't a big Van Halen fan, but I can respect that. And But Jack White is above and beyond fucking a level when it comes to playing the guitar. So it was pretty cool to see him fucking ripping it. But Bill Burr fucking nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, right. Talking about the mask whole thing, fine. You don't want to fucking wear a mask? You want to kill your fucking grandmother yeah, and grandfather? Awesome. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Awesome. You know? So if you haven't seen it and want to fucking laugh or really have something kind of shoved right down your throat, um, I advise you Google that thing. Uh, it was it was really good, and he's awesome, anyways. <laughs> the skit of the Sam Adams skit was great. Uh, that is that is Boston uh, for sure. Uh, made me send you the one of when Casey Affleck did the Dunkin' Donuts one. I mean, they're the same exact skit. Yeah. They're the exact the same, same dude, skit. Same yeah. Outfit. Exactly. Yeah. The best on that guy, same outfit. Yep, the best. That is such a look in the city because there's so much construction going on that that is such a look. A Pat's hat or a Sox Winter hat with a hoodie and a fucking construction 
reflects the vest on. That is the most perfect look. Oh, shit. That had me dying laughing. But good episode. Uh, we got NBA championships. LeBron and the boys just work, beat the wheels off of the heat on that last game. Well, the last game, yeah. The last game, it was a pretty decent series. You know, have not having... Uh, What's his name? The point guard for the Heat. Goran Dragic. Yeah. Not having him hurt. Um, but LeBron wins it. Everybody, you know, well, not everybody. Again, I'm throwing that name out there. A lot of sports radio people, you know, where does this sit on fucking... Just for argument's sake, where does it sit in the whole, you know, as far as how tough it was to win? Was it easy? Was it harder being in the bubble? You know, how much credit does LeBron get? You know, oh, he went to another team, built another fucking super team, all this other shit. Uh, Listen to a dude on sport, on uh, Dan Patrick this morning, basically turn that around and put all sorts of respect on LeBron. He started, leads all of his teams in the playoffs. Fucking points, assists, and rebounds. No one else has ever done. Jordan never did that. Uh, you know, four championships, 269 playoff games. That's fucking insane. Insane. And still does it at the level that he does. Does it now longer. Yeah. It's fucking. Yeah, he's got one. But that's a. I mean. Yeah, for sure. But again. LeBron takes the ball and passes it, and LeBron's dude, six nine two seventy. Yeah, um, no, I'm going on another level, another direction on this. LeBron takes his shot, doesn't take a shot, passes it. Dude misses it, and he gets absolutely fucking lambasted for it. I lambasted. Uh it was a good pass though. Was Jordan makes that pass, and two guys make that shot. Well, he was right. It's greatest yeah. fucking decision anybody's ever made. You know, I mean. That's I I'm believe me I'm not it's a LeBron a, a fan of LeBron you know two I'm not a fan. in a row though and he dished it but yeah. he was getting double and triple team but Jordan takes a shot oh yeah well Jordan passed it to Kerr and passed it to Paxton they made the shots Jordan makes the greatest pass in fucking NBA history when he played you know LeBron's the worst decision anybody ever made but I I'm not defending uh, LeBron at all I'm just talking sports. I hear what you're saying. Um, NFL football. We had Tuesday night NFL football because of the Titans COVID deal. They're 4-0. Beat the wheels off the Bills. Does that take the fucking Bills and chuck them right out of being the next greatest thing? So up and down. No, I'm just going off of what yeah. everybody, oh, yeah. you know, everybody chucks everything into one. Oh, look at the Bills. Look at the Packers. Look at this team. And then one slip up. You know, the 49ers. Look at that. Oh. Asses kicked by the Dolphins. Dolphins are a good team. Uh, they're, right. okay, let's put it this way. They're competitive. The, 49, yes. the 49ers are hurt. Very, Very hurt. hurt. Okay, but it's tough for people to take that into consideration when you read the the papers or the write-ups of all of this. Oh my God, what is happening in San Fran? That's pretty easy to tell. There's nine of their fucking major players are haven't played. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah, but they're now. Oh, what's happening? Oh, Jimmy G. 
Yeah, yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah. Jimmy G is about to be on the trading block. We got bitched. Yeah, I know. But now there's talk. You know, well, it's, will yeah. Will we go back to the past? I don't know. You don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. No, fuck no. Because without Cam, well, okay, Cam Newton really has a little window here to prove himself. Is Kenny playing this system? Whatever you know, he gets a COVID, so he's out for a game. He's gonna probably be out but for the next game. Very good. Been looking very good. How much is he gonna want? They're gonna have to do something quick because otherwise teams are gonna be able to go after him. Hopefully the Bears. You know, do you trade him if if it's not gonna work? You know, probably not. Because oh, they'll just nice. wait out. I know. Jared Stedham and Brian Hoyer, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. I did see a thing today. You know, Haskins is pretty much out of the Washington football team. And the Pats were the number one team in this article to get Haskins. Are you gonzo? If Haskins ends up on the Pats in his playing regularly ahead of somebody else that is perfectly capable of playing I might never fucking watch the Patriots ever again that guy fucking stinks it could be good in Belichick's system yeah, maybe not with maybe not behind center he's probably a good enough athlete to fucking swing outside and run the ball never know you know but Jesus, I couldn't believe it. when I saw that. I was like, oh my God. I understand it because their backups are trash. And Bill, we trust, man. I know in Bill, we trust. So we need Cam back, get him back there behind center. But football's all fucked up. They've already, so many teams have already lost their bye weeks. Well, they've used them, but they're not traditional bye weeks. Um, a couple of teams are going to benefit heavily from it. A couple of them are going to get shit and, you know, Shitting their hat for it, but it's the way it's gonna be. Um, Shitting their hats. Yeah, like the Pats, they or the, you know, the uh, Steelers. They lost their fucking bye week because of another team. You know, wasn't even. I can see the Pats. All right, you guys had a fucking little flare up. You get penalized for it, I guess. You know, you lose your bye week, and we move your your schedule around. But someone like the uh, Steelers. They lost it because of somebody else, but they were ready to go, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, sorry. Yeah, that's fucked up. And then the Titans have had one practice since, like, September 26th or some shit like that. No shit. And they went and scored 42 points on the Bills tonight. Yeah. Is Ryan Tannehill actually good? He must be. He was a Dolphin for a long time. What the fuck happened there? I don't know. I think it's part of the system. Rabel, you know? Rabel. That's your boy. Uh, well, yeah, and he's uh, he's one of those dudes that it's a no nonsense bullshit. You know, this is how the system's gonna. This is how it works. You're gonna follow my lead. I'm not a player's coach. I'm not a player's guy. My boy down there in Tampa, is a player's guy. Who's such there? a such a player's guy. I can't even tell his fucking quarterback that it's fourth down. Idiot. <laughs> well, you put it on the Arians for the fourth down. Yeah, because yes, because in Bill Belichick's system, he would have made it beat into their head on every down of all the time that everybody knows exactly what everyone's going. No situational football. That's Belichick screams that situational football. It is beaten to their head that they better know 
everything about what is about to fucking happen because they're coached that way. Ding Dong's got a Kango deal and he's fucking rolling around with his little fucking glasses and a little Kango down there. He doesn't give a fuck about that shit. He's there to collect a paycheck and grab a couple of superstars onto his team and hopefully ride into the sunset. Maybe I'll coach my own team to some sort of victory. Nope. Relies all on this fucking players. Players guy. Works every time. It's my feeling on that shit. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by ghosts. Ghosts. Boo. What is, what's the best product that you offer that you feel superintendents underutilize? And I can turn that around, I thought, and also and see if it, if you can answer it the other way. What do you think you have the means to get a hold of? Is it a piece of equipment? Is it, you know, product? Is it, you know, wedding agents? Is it whatever it is? What is it that you have that you underutilize? You wish you could do more of, I guess. With all things are equal. Guys, um, maybe it's not guys. Maybe guys is the reason why you can't do it all the time. I mean, I don't know if this is going to answer it the right way, but small projects. Mm-hmm. Like... I just need more guys to do in-house uh, things. Yeah, like I need drainage, drainage work everywhere. Yep. And I just—it's like we just barely get by on mowing. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. That's kind of the same. I would put that right there in the same. So I guess that deal. doesn't really answer your question, but I guess my answer would be: if I had three more, four more guys, what, what I could I get done? Yeah. I wish I could. So I guess this doesn't even come close. No, it, no, it's, no, but it's the truth. You know, that's what I was kind of... 100% when I drive around, I say, there's a wet area. There's a wet area. It needs a drain. And there's no way to get that water anywhere. If I can take four dudes, yep. that's your job. Go put in drains everywhere. I'm going to go out. I'm going to mark them all. Yep. You guys spend the rest of the summer putting in drains. Yep. And the winter. Yeah, mine would be that. I would put my golf course like on... Yep. Just that much better. I think leveling sprinkler heads is probably one of mine. With all the yeah. sand I've been chucking, yeah. I mean, I got sprinkler heads that are so low. Yeah. And we just don't have the people to be able to do it. You know? I mean, it takes me by myself a full month in probably a month and a week to top dress the golf course. Yeah. Fairways. You know, that's just me doing it. Along with, you know, hopping off to spray greens and hopping off to do whatever else it is. But I pretty much commit myself to a month of doing that, you know, with other little things. Do a whole a day. Yeah. You know, if you can get that done. And, I'm, and I don't want to do it on Fridays because I don't want the freshly sanded deal. You know, but it comes down to really, it comes down to it every single time is the number of people you have. What has to go away in order to get the place open every day? Yeah. Like right now, we're doing we just did car paths. I won't do car paths again till probably next fucking like one year from today. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Right? Unless I get a flow of these four guys, yeah, you know that I'm missing or five guys that I'm down, they're not going to get done again until we're completely closed and we have we're waiting to mow. Yeah, right. That's how it got done. Is we're waiting to mow. Exactly. All these small project landscapes um, and shit that are falling behind. We're edging tees right now. 
And because it is basically the last time we did it was last year at this time. It's taken a day to do, you know, mine on the little island tea boxes. It has taken a day to do, I think they got a total of maybe 10 of the tea boxes edged in kind of hula hood a little. Not even going crazy. Just kind of hula hood the main shit and then move on. They look fucking awesome. I know where that's going. It sucks because I feel fucking oh, yeah. wasting all this time. And by the time they get done to 18, number one and two will look like they never were touched. Yeah, well, I mean, instead of Green's committee meeting, it was like, all right, landscapes, we're talking about how, with the shortest staff, how we're going to address them. I'm like, it gets to this point every year. Like, well, you get it, we're going to get done overseeding. My world's going to shrink from 200 acres to, what, 80 yeah. overseeded? You know, I don't have to mow all that shit every day. We're going to get the landscapes all cleaned up. They're going to look fine. And then this time next year, we're going to have the same conversation. Right. And then the winter's going to come. Like, that's all cyclical. Yeah. You might get a little work come frost time to dance some guys around up there. You know how it is. I mean, tea sheet's packed. We're not mowing anything. Right. Like, there's no no sense in sitting out a rough unit because we're not going to make anywhere. Right. So, we're, we're just cleaning landscapes, trimming trees, cleaning landscapes. And it looks awesome. At the end of the year, at the end of the summer, May yep. 15th, then we hit all the summer projects and that all just goes away. Stops. Yeah. No um, complaints. Yeah, that's a never ending battle right there. And, you know, like I said, I pulled out a shitload of plants and uh, I was cruising around this week. I was spraying, I'm finishing up spraying, but I went off across a couple of the tea boxes, you know, just doing urea and iron, getting the primo out there as well. And, Cruising across some of the tea boxes, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, they pulled out plants here. <laughs> I could, should have pulled out every fucking one of them. I should have pulled out every one of them. Because I can, the ones on number one and two are growing, you know, all the water from all the fucking overseed, yeah. all that fountain grass is fucking growing like crazy. It doesn't even look like it was fucking touched. It's like, <laughs> so where do you, uh, I could, this conversation drives me fucking batty is the employee thing. It's literally just sit here and smash your head across on the table wondering how is this ever going to change? It's, it's changing in the wrong direction. but As fast as I'd ever thought it was. It's, it's bad. It's and fucking real bad. There's no quality employee walking through that door anymore. No. Nope. days are done. And or even stays there. And the, the problem is when you get a good dude, they don't last. They last six months. You know, and you know it. It's like this guy's too good. There's you, you try to like talk him into being. Yeah. Oh, dude, you ever considered being an assistant superintendent? Man? Yeah. You know, you kind of fucking talk him into it, or. It's yeah, like, you, you want no. to. Yeah, you it's like, go to business school. Yeah. Yeah, and start my own insurance Shit. company and make a billion dollars and buy your place. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Thanks for coming. Be your boss. You were good at Mon Greens, thanks. Yeah. But the, you know those dudes. Yeah. They don't last. So you're lucky to get them a couple of months. And I just was, pray that they like their own grass. You know, it's an interesting one is I was talking to one of the guys. Um, well, it's Craig that uh, was at Highlands after me and now is at Lone Tree down in I guess at South Chandler uh, he ran into a couple guys that were playing golf on his golf course he was telling me this story today 
Ran to a couple guys on his golf course playing. They asked him what he does there. He said he's the superintendent and takes care of all the grass here. And uh, they said, well, how do I get a job here? They're fucking Juco football referees. Really? Yep. They have no work. So they're fucking... They're refing like other men's league stuff at night or baseball, you know, umpires or whatever. They're doing that shit. He got three of them that are pretty... Yeah, he said they're fucking solid. But he's losing them the minute sports open back back up, you know, college sports. So he's got three good dudes... That are liking it, you know, they want to stay in shape or whatever. They, so they're walking and seeding and, you know, putting shit out for him and learning all this stuff. And he knows he's going to lose them as soon as fucking... Yeah. Awful. But what a cool resource. Well, you had the firefighters for a little while. Didn't you have a couple of them that were helping you out? Mm-mm. No? Maybe it was Eddie when Eddie was there. Had a couple I've been, of I've them. I've been over there and be like, hey, you guys, any, I know you work, you know, two days a week. Right. I'll take you. Nothing. I put a sign up there. Huh. I thought it was you. I Maybe Eddie did have... Maybe he didn't. Maybe it was just me thinking that that would be one of those good spots to go well, grab from. Well, I was from. in Kansas City. We had a firefighter. Yeah. It worked out great. You know, he was just there to make the extra... He knew he had a, a job and then he would just do the firefighter thing. So it was just a little supplemental whatever. Yeah. I, uh... And it was at the end of the conversation, Craig says to me, you know, we're talking about how basically having this same one is where, where do we go to find the guys to fill our voids, you know? And, uh, we didn't have the answer like we never do. And, uh, he made the last comment at the end of the day. He said, Hey, just always remember. He's like, remember Phil used to say to some people, it's just a paycheck to others. It's a career. So there's. Two pe- three people at my place where it's a career, you know? Or I think it's a career. For me, it is. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not speaking out of school with my mechanic and my assistant. I would yeah. think that that's career mode. The rest is just a paycheck, you know? Whereas, you know, you hope that they're in it for longer or more than just a paycheck. But it doesn't. it's never proven that way. Like baffles me the dudes that stay like twenty six years. Yeah. For them, they're gonna go thirty five until they retire. Yeah. Fuck man. And there was a guy uh, not too long ago that was on. I saw on Twitter. He's at Phoenix Country Club forty years. Jeez. There's guys up in Highlands that were there when it was built. Guys that I worked with. That was opened in eighty four. Had the first Skins game I think in eighty three. Open to the, you know everybody. In 84. So. You know what that is. It's fucking 36 years. Of that same place. Could have been. For myself. Being at any job for that. Mm. Exactly. But. That was. uh, I was trying to dig on that one. A little bit more than it ended up coming to. I get my owls soon. Yeah. She emailed me uh, last week. Was it Wild at Hearts up in Cave Creek? They're sending uh, three sets of three pairs of owls. Uh, Gentleman Tim is making. He goes to Colorado every year. So he's back now. He's going to build the boxes. She emailed me. Well, he emailed her, Beth, up at 
uh, Wild at Hearts, uh, said, hey, I'm back. I'm ready to build these boxes for Desert Canyon. Um, who's paying for the boxes? Is there a donation or whatever? And I was like, I just chimed in. I said, hey, we'll cover the cost volume. You build them, do whatever you need to do. Send me some sort of bill for all the materials and everything else. And yeah, we'll cover that and we'll help you hang them. And uh, she offered us to go up there and take a look at it, their whole facility. So I was thinking, figure I'll get as, you know, a couple of us to go. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe bring this, see what happens. <laughs> or at least ask her if she can be on it, you know, yeah. just for a quick and hook it up to the phone. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we'll pick a time and uh, go up there. I definitely am going to go tour, but I didn't know if... I know you think birds are cool, so yeah. I definitely want, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, so we'll take a ride up there and take a look at it. Um, but uh, so he's going to build those. So hopefully by the end of the month, I hope, or maybe early uh, November, we'll get them out there. The fucking gophers are out of control. Uh, the gopher hawk works, but I only have one, so it's tough to. Tough to keep up with that, you know? And uh, so we'll have to get the other one back out there and fucking just start again, I guess, on it all the time. But I, I've tried a couple times, and they make fucking holes right next to the son of a bitch, oh you gosh. know? So uh, hopefully these owls and the hawk starts working. One thing I did notice, the fucking Canadian geese came back early this year. They were back this week. They never come back this early um and i usually only have like six or seven of them there was like fucking 20 of them they destroyed number one green destroyed so they start eating clumps out and they're pulling huge clumps out because there's no roots so it's just fucking pulling these huge clumps out where i had the cups you know i just fill them with sand and i usually and then my first cup of the year goes right in that same spot well, every year, you know, I don't know if it's, it's got to be the water kind of pulls that seed in there because there's nothing holding it, you know, like no turf there. It's just in the sand that you seed into. So it kind of pulls it in the middle. They went into that. They dug that out, ate it, and then dug a shit ton of the sand out. Oh, yeah. Uh, they pretty much have the cup. I bet it's half empty now. It's fucking shit and they're fucking shit everywhere, all over in one fairway. I finally scooted them off yesterday. Spent like 30 minutes throwing rocks in the lake to get them out. They get out and then you keep chucking rocks. Uh, not into the fairway. Just keep throwing them in the water's edge and they just hate that sound. They just keep going away. And then you get them far enough out in the fairway you can take your golf cart and just drive at them. Oh, really? Yeah, so I bomb at them. They get up in the air and then they circle around. Then you, I have to sit and drive around my lake like in a circle real fast so they don't come in and land and then try and get them off but hey got them out of there and they were gone today but they fucking destroyed number one green i was so pissed my assistant he says to me he's like hey man the fucking geese he's like we gotta do something i was like well i'll try and scare them off he's like yeah i tried to this morning they wouldn't leave so uh he's like i had to scoop a ton of the shit off and all this he's like and they're pulling these huge pieces of the green out so I went and I was spraying at the end of the day. I went and looked at it. And I was like, oh my God. And there was shit already all over the green. This was at like three in the afternoon. So I spent from oh, like shit. three to almost four o'clock chasing them out of there. 
Because once they got to the middle of the goddamn pond, they just hang out there. Now I'm just out there. And I'm sure the neighbors are looking at me and I'm just lasering fucking rocks at them. You know, obviously, I'm like, I catch one, I catch one. No yeah. biggie, you know. It's going to be a lesson to the rest of you. you know? yeah. <laughs> but uh, they got out of there and flew off. But I thought, wow, they're here early. Now I know they don't migrate like they used You know, they live down at the fountain. So they just found another little spot but yeah. they'd been there probably for five or six days yeah shitting all over the place <laughs> and a ton of them like i said we usually get six or seven of them this year i bet it was 20 no, had to be 20 yeah but i never get uh, yeah that's good that you the... yeah i know and that's crazy because you're closer to the river you know their waterway where yeah. they'll travel and then between you and Travis's place, you gotta have a couple fucking. How many lakes do you have? Five. Four? One, two, three. Four between the two places? Four. Oh. Five. Five? Five? That's awesome. Fuck. That's awesome. No, I get it. It all melts into one lake. Oh, you know man. what I mean? It all just is one Can fucking lake. Story? I, uh, um, with that rattlesnake story when it was over on Quail there were six so I'm like alright I'll meet you over there I'm gonna go get the fire department I fucking go over there I drive all the way to six white wing and I'm like fuck I think he said quail <laughs> <laughs> no shit six quail is like 12 seconds from the fire department six quail. yeah yeah. I'm doing like a 12 minute detour through the fucking cause I'm doing my golf cart yeah. through the neighborhood I had to go back and then all the way back. Are they driving the big fire yeah, truck? Oh, too? yeah, they're in the big wagon. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's awesome. That's awesome. Taxpayer dollars bombing around the golf course for the fuck of it. Yeah. Six second ride. Could have walked over. So then turn around when we drove back by the fire department, they must have been like, what the fuck, man? Yep. It, that's why it all it all just melts into one place. So anybody says like six number six, I'm like which one? White wing. I'm like, I have to fucking think about it. Yeah. In five years, I'm like, this yeah. Like, there's so many times I, you know, if I'm not standing on the hole, there's so many times like I call twelve, I call fourteen twelve a lot <laughs> for some reason, you know. I don't know, they kind of shaped almost, you know, they're the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know, it's funny. They all just melts into one place at sometimes. You know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, go to the sprinkler in the corner. You know, you can say the clock, you know, yeah. numbers. Yeah. And say those, you know exactly where it is, but you can't tell them what hole it's on. But you yeah. can know exactly where it is on whatever hole it is. Like, like but, one of my assistants be like, oh, yeah, dude. You know, we're on the approach of number seven. I'm thinking the other golf course. I'm like, what bunker? It's no bunker. Yeah. No fucking dipshit in the golf course. Like, what? <laughs> you go fucking dipshit. Hey, yeah. What am I paying you for? Yeah, exactly. I'm paying you to think, not me. Oh, Just here for the ride. All right, well, we're going to wrap this up here from Studio One. Uh, thank you, everybody, again for listening. And uh, if you got anything you want to ask us about, feel free. Shoot us a message on uh, Twitter or Instagram if you follow us there. We're going to keep on trying to stay on the content end. Keep firing off some pictures because right now pictures are good. No golf carts, striped up fairways, 
sprinklers running. Sometimes you can get a cute little rainbow in the background if you take it at the right time with the sun behind the sprinkler. Makes for a great little great little picture for the gram. But anyways, thanks everybody for listening. We will uh, catch up with you next week. Hopefully we are going to have a guest next week. So stay tuned. We'll hear, you know, we'll fire something out early. Kind of get you thinking about who's going to be on. Anyways, thank you for listening and later everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. Stay pissed. Got it. Hit the music, Andrew. And also remember that uh, our episodes are sponsored by the guys over at Par West Turf Support or Turf Supply. Shit, I fucked that up, Andy. You can do it. Fuck. Andy no, this is this Andy has Matt a, went to sleep. This ha- no, this has a story connected to it. So when I catch it, it's gonna be uh. It's eleven thirty. It is eleven twenty-five. Oh my god. Dude, I could, just consider me dead.